Welcome to episode two of the Podunk podcast presented by Flydown. Um, I'm your host, Cy Kyle, here with my co-host, Justin Chavers. Um, real quick, we're going to get some business out of the way. Like I said, we are presented by Flydown. Flydown USA, you can go to the website. Um, they've got a lot of nice hats. Um, they've got decals, in fact, decals that are in the state um, for what you live in, the state flag they'll have up. Um, with the fly down logo in the middle um, so I want to thank them we're also here at the moon shack um, a good friend of ours Jeff Taylor he's the one who who built this and owns this place so um, we're kind of calling it the moon shack recording studio um, so good to have us in here um, real quick we'll, we'll make a little introduction like I said my name is Cy Colley mm-hmm. um, 27 years old um, from Eclectic, Alabama. I'm married to Abigail Colley. We got a son, Silas Ross Colley. Um, he's a year and four months old. Um, a little about me. I drive a skitter for a living. Um, work in the woods all the time. Um, highly obsessed with turkey hunting. Love deer hunt. You know, something that I, that I do kind of past time till turkey season. Um, more or less obsessed with turkey hunting. Love to fish too. Um, you know, like I said, mainly mainly my, my go-to when I'm good at is turkey hunting. Um, just obsessed with being in the woods, period. Something that I absolutely love and it kind of, you know, something that takes the stress of everyday life off. Um, but like I said, it's just uh, being able to get out there and God's crash, whether I'm deer hunting, turkey hunting, I'll take it. Um, and I'll, uh, I'll pass this on and let Justin kind of tell himself about or tell y'all about him. How y'all doing? I'm Justin Chavers, and uh, I was born right here in Central Alabama. You know, I'm a miner by trade, and a hunter by choice. You know, I just enjoy being in the outdoors hunting. It doesn't really matter what it is, you know. I just like being out there in the woods and hunting and everything and stuff. And uh, <clears throat> so our guest today is going to be Mr. Taylor Caffey. Um, He's up around North Alabama up there. Uh, big, big turkey hunter. Uh, deer hunts, duck hunts too. Um, but he's about like me, obsessed with turkey hunting and obsessed you know, with the hunt of it. Um, so we'll be talking, talking with him today and uh, shaping up to be a pretty good episode. I, I, I think we're going to do real good with it. So um, if y'all give us just a second, we'll have him on the line and uh, be going on with it. All right, now we have our guest on today, uh, Mr. Taylor Caffey. And uh, Taylor, tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of introduce us or introduce yourself to us and everybody else and kind of, uh, I guess, tell everybody what you do and, and all that for a living and if you're married, kids, wife, what you know, the whole works. Uh, uh, Taylor Caffey, I'm from good old Bibb County, Alabama. A lot of people probably don't know where that is. As soon as you enter it, you probably leave it at the same time. Uh, I am a nurse at a local ER down here. Been that for five years, I believe. I am married with a two-year-old who runs me wild. I know everybody thinks, what in the world are the nurse doing puppy hunting? Well, don't really know. Everybody in my family he usually does construction, and I kind of veered right a little bit and 
decided to become a nurse. Well, I got to tell you, in a time like this, you're probably working harder than the most construction people because you're in a time like nobody's ever seen. And uh, we definitely want to, you know, thank you and, and, and tell you how, how much we appreciate it because, dude, what y'all are doing right now is more than what anybody else is doing because, you, man, y'all are dealing with a monster. And y'all are getting worked over. So, you know, we definitely appreciate Appreciate what you're doing and, and your co-workers and everything else because, man, y'all are stepping up. Y'all are right there on the front lines fighting this thing. So, uh, well, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, it's a stressful time for everybody, I think. It is, and I thank God we had turkey season when it first started. If not, oh, yeah. I, think, I think we'd all be crazy by now. Ain't that the truth. <laughs> so, um, sp speaking of turkeys, uh, you might have killed one or two in your life, maybe. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so, maybe so. But uh, like, like I uh, in my intro, which you didn't get to hear it, but I was telling everybody, you, you know, you're just as obsessed with it, isn't it? It's not a, you know, for, for folks like me and you, it's not a passion. It's something that we're just obsessed with that just, you know, every, every probably 365 we think about it. But boy, about the time February 10th comes around, we were locked in, and that is the only thing on our mind um, until it ends. Um, and it's just something that can't, you can describe it, and you can kind of tell everybody about it, but until you've lived it and you've been through it, there's not there's not much that we can tell you to help you understand it. That's true. That's true. Uh, February, middle of February comes around, that's when the sleepless night starts. Exactly. Getting up. Going and listen for these turkeys scouting them and everything else. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people probably don't do it. But there's a lot of people that don't know that's what goes into it, um, and it's something that definitely, definitely helps your spring out a lot more. If you kind of know and, and where a bird is or or how these birds are acting and everything else, it can it can it can show enough to turn your season all the way around. Yeah. I've... I thought I had all my birds on down pat this past season until you come around, Ty. Well, now, hold on now. <laughs> hold on now, because we're, we're, we're going to have to talk about that one for sure. Um, and I'll, I'll kind of, I'll start it in and we can, we can go back and forth with it. So, the, the first weekend, I hunted with my buddy Kale and uh, killed a bird and, and kind of give you all a background the bird i killed with kale which i'll tell the whole story about it on a later podcast probably want to have kale with me but um that was the first turkey i killed in almost almost two years because of how late the season started this past year uh the season before i didn't kill a single turkey at all and uh the ones i killed the season before were so late like i said it almost was was you know two years to be exact so I called, or I messaged uh, Taylor one day asking, you know, hey man, what you got going on this weekend? Want to link up and go, go get on a bird? And uh, he texted me and uh, Peyton was in the group message, but Peyton was going and taking his cousin that day. And then uh, he said, well, you know, come on me, we'll go down to my grandma's place over there and uh, slap out. I said, all right, I'll make that trip because... You know, the thing about it is, when you, 
lot like us and and you and Peyton can can kind of you know sympathize with this most of the time it's you're inviting people to go with you or you're you're inviting to go call for somebody else but when you got somebody else who knows what they're doing knows how to call and everything else um it's kind of a deal where you know you're 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 getting guided more or less than you do in the guiding even when you're on a place that you've never been before or anything else um so that was you know something i was kind of going after because I just kind of wanted to go with somebody. Well, I'm thinking, oh, me and old Taylor gonna get together. We'll 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 be hell on these damn turkeys. No, I get over there. Taylor says, all right, um, I'm gonna go over here. Um, let me show you on the maps right here. I'm gonna put you out right here, and let you go on and do your thing. And I said, well, damn. I said, okay. Well, at least it's at least it's something new, something you know I'm not completely used to. So he sends me down this place, and we get there, and it's probably 15 minutes before it starts getting light. So I walk on down there, and I start hooting. Ain't heard nothing. Keep walking. Ain't heard. Keep hooting. Ain't heard nothing. And I finally come up this road, and it's uh, planted pines, pine, pine plantation right there. And I went up the road, and he said, don't don't go all the way to the Greenfield. Don't go set up on the Greenfield. The turkeys ain't going to come to it. And I said, well, yeah, they probably won't. And I said, well, I'm just going to get close and try to hear if one's down in there. Well, I've hooted and hooted and ain't heard nothing. I finally put my mouth call in, and I clucked and yelled one time and turkey gobbled. And I just, you just texted me and said, if you hear anything, uh, if you, or if you hear two, let me know. We'll try to double on them. And I text you back and said, I ain't heard Jack. And uh, you you called me right in the middle of me yelping in that turkey gobble. And I answered the phone and said, hey, uh, one, uh, one just gobbled right here. And he said, you said, well, there's one gobbling across the road too. And I said, well, I can't hear him. But this one right here, hell, he was 70 yards from me. I walked completely past him walking in. And it was... Uh, Let's see, I think it was like six twenty eight. Yeah, six it was six thirty eight whenever or maybe yeah, it was six thirty eight and I think I killed him at like six thirty four. And uh but it was I sat down because I made like I said I made him gobble and I just I bet I got on my belly at that time, which he still should have seen me, but I got on my belly and I put my put a hen decoy out in a strutter and maybe another hen. And I went back and just sat on the edge of that pine plantation because there's pine plantation on each side. They'd come through there and it looked like they thinned it maybe that year. And I just sat down right on the edge and I yelped at Turkey Yelp. He never said anything. And finally he gobbled. And he gobbled about four more times. The last time he gobbled, I could tell that joke had turned and was facing me. And then I went quiet for a while and I cut Yelp and he gobbled on the ground. And I said, okay, he ain't, shoot, he ain't, but probably six yards away. And I never said anything else. I was just kind of looking, looking, looking. And all of a sudden I heard that. <laughs> and I said, uh-huh, here we go. And I looked, and he come on out, and, and, and I killed him. But like I said, 15 minutes from the time I got off the phone with you till I killed him. And let me tell y'all. This and y'all thinking, oh, that's just a little quick, whatever turkey hunt story. When I got over there to that joker and he's flopping around, I could see his beard whenever he come up, but I, I mean, just I knew his long beard, 
I got up there to him. I said, ooh, he's got a rope. And then he quit flapping for a minute, and I grabbed his leg, and I looked, and I said, oh, dear God. It's the biggest set of spurs I'd ever seen on Turkey in the Wild. And I picked him up, boy, and I said, oh, my God, these are inch and a half. They got to be. These ain't no inch and a quarter spurs. And I walked back to the truck, come up there, and you were actually on the bird trying to work him. Yeah, I hadn't even sat down yet whenever you took whatever I heard oh, yeah. you shot. You heard me shoot. You ain't even sat down yet. And heck, you you wasn't probably 100 yards from where you parked the truck. Mm-mm. And, I've been hunting a bird. I've been hurt, I mean, hearing since the uh, opening day of season down there. And uh, I had game cameras throughout the, all of that, that whole property. And... I knew there's there a bird that walked right there, walked right where uh, Sal sat up, and I was like, mm-hmm. he had about an eight-inch beard and about three-quarter inch spurs. That's why I put him up in there because I knew he was gonna hear one, and there's gonna be across the road or down there uh, by that by the pond. So when he heard, when I heard him shoot, I was like, oh, he done got that one. That's good. And uh, he texted me, he's like, oh, this is the biggest bird I've ever seen. I was like, oh, well, we got a, we got some exaggerating here. <laughs> And man, I'm telling look, and I knew you probably thought, oh, he didn't kill old two-year-old. Oh, quick cunt. Yeah. And man, when, what what got me, though, because like I said, I went in there and was trying to help you on that bird you was on. And we couldn't ever get him gobbled up. And I said, come on, man. I said, I said we got to go back to the truck. I mean, it wasn't like, it was maybe 7 o'clock at then. I said, we got to go back to the truck. I said, I just got to show you. I said, we can go get on turkey. I'll help you, whatever you got to do. I said, I will try try my best to help you kill one this morning, too. But I said, you got to go look at this thing. Mm-hmm. Hell, I've killed deer with shorter brow tines than what this turkey had for spurs. And when I pulled him out, he said, oh, God. And then, I, like I said, I, I saw the beard, knew it was long, whatever. And then, boy, we went to, we went to measuring him. And I think it was, what, 11 and a half inch beard, inch, mm-hmm. inch and a half spurs. And he ended up weighing 23 pounds. And that was... We weighed him. Shoot, he probably got weighted three or four hours after we killed him. After yeah, I, I, killed I, him. I, I weighed him at the taxi driver. Whenever I finally took him, that was, yeah, that was a while after you shot him. Yeah. And we'll have to mention that. Toby's taxidermist, that's where he's at now getting mounted. Toby's taxidermist is probably the best I've ever seen in my life, for sure, for turkeys. He does, he does great with deer, but, man, they're birds. They're ducks. They're turkeys. They're unbelievable. And that's that. That is who I would use from now on. I promise. Which that's the first tax term pill ever had. I ain't never killed no big deer, but uh, <clears throat> that turkey. It's probably I've killed a couple turkeys that should have been mounted, but that one there, you kept you kept telling me, hey man, you need to get him. You need to get him mounted. He's a good one. Oh yeah, that made me nauseated when I got back to the truck and I saw it. I was like, I did not know that bird was on this piece of property. Yeah. That bird, had, that bird hadn't, hadn't gobbled seriously the whole all year, and me and Peyton got the discussing it a couple of days afterwards, and I had missed one down there two years before, right where you shot it, and around in the same vicinity, and I'm pretty it's probably him. That's why he's been kind of hush hush the whole time. He's probably just scared for his life or hurt as a bird, and he finally got him. Yep, he was, and like I said, he gobbled maybe maybe five times. Yeah. Um, 
I, in fact, I killed a bird a couple of years ago, and I'll, I'll get into that later. That was, he was inch and quarter, and had a, he had a paintbrush on him. He was just thick, wasn't but about a 10 inch beard, but he was the same way. He gobbled maybe five times, and then he was right there in my lap. Um, but it just, it's, it's crazy because he's an old bird like that. You know, he done seen everything under the sun to, you know, go in there 15 minutes and kill him. It's almost like, well, you just, you took all the fun. That's, that's a bird you ought to hunt for two or three weeks and he give you slip and everything else. But it, uh, boy, it was sweet. It was sweet to work it out like that. And then, you know, we had a good time when I come up there and brought, uh, my wife and Silas up there to uh, bring him back, take him to the taxidermist. And uh, heck, we'd like, we'd like to kill one right there at the at, at old Mama's house. Oh yeah, out there in that big pasture down there. Yep. Hey, he later died anyways, that's the one I got over at Toby's. Yep, so t- and tell us about that one, because I know that one meant a lot to you. There was, there was uh, a lot, lot of sentimental value went in that turkey. I've hunted, man, I've hunted on that property since I was, golly, since I was six, I bet, six years old. And uh, my granddad, he raised me up down there in that pasture. And before I shot my first shotgun, my first rifle, my first pistol, every every type of gun that I started shooting was started down there in the bottom of that pasture. And... Uh, I had never really seen that many turkeys down there in the bottom of that pasture, but for some reason this this turkey season, uh, I'd ride by and there'd be one out there strutting. Um, well, I finally just decided just to hunt that bird for the rest of the year and uh, sit up in one spot and ended up missing him. Uh, come back the next week and I finally got him, but it was just so emotional because the tree I was leaned up against was a bunch of pretty hairy trees that had grown up to uh, from where I had a uh, my granddad had a table where he used to lay uh, clays and shells and all that stuff when we'd go shoot down there and just grew up around it. So I was leaning up against that that bush where I where I shot my first shotgun with him. He's he's been dead five or six years now, but. I don't know, it was just really emotional whenever I saw that bird flop right there. Yep, and you uh you you sent me a Snapchat um when you killed him or a video or something like that and man just the just the motion in it just it got me. Um I've never got a turkey hunt with, with either one of my granddaddies. one of my granddaddies he all he did was deer hunt, hell he didn't kill a deer till he was probably in his forties or so uh when my when my daddy and them because he when he was coming up there wasn't no deer around here they they squirrel hunted rabbit hunted and they brought some deer in here and my daddy and them started running dogs and um he he killed one running dogs and a couple of the you know deer but and he tried i think he tried turkey hunting a couple times but he never really got into it my other granddaddy he just he was working man he wouldn't he didn't get into any of the hunting or anything like that which he still he loves to see you know see me kill stuff or you know what you know success I had with it and all but man to be able to go go to a place like that because most of the places I've got I've got a I've got a good bit a good handful of places um, where I did hunt when I was a kid I can still go back and hunt and all and just having a place like that where you've hunted your whole life or hunted since you were a kid and going there and 
as an adult, you know, kill a turkey or a deer or whatever, man, it, it really, it, it brings a whole new perspective to it because you're thinking, man, this is where I cut my teeth. This is where I all started. And I mean, it's, it's, like I said, it's a whole new experience with it. And no doubt about that. He, he grew me up, and I'm a big, I'm a big duck hunter as well. I actually grew up duck and quail hunting, and uh, I was about ten years old. His, one of his buddies uh, took me turkey hunting for the first time. We tried it; we didn't kill anything, but hearing a bird gobble, you know, three hundred yards away, that still excited me. And I really did get to start really going for real and start carrying my gun until you know. Uh, I got my driver's license because nobody nobody would take me. So that's really where he he showed me the the ways. He didn't deer hunting any but anything with birds. He was all up. He used to go to he'd go to Nebraska and South Dakota every year, uh, duck and uh, quail and pheasant hunting. So I was he pretty much raised me around the guns. Yeah, in which uh, I was very fortunate. My dad. He he started turkey hunting. I guess he was in his twenties, right there, right right before he had me, and so he got into it. And uh, funny funny quick story I'll tell. Um, my daddy and my uncle both killed their first turkeys on the same day. Um, my my daddy shot him and, and a guy took him. I wish I get the guy's name because I'd love to talk to him. But he uh, he took my dad. My dad killed his first turkey right off the roost, which ended up being a jake. So he killed him, and he saw where my uncle and a guy named, I know the other guy that took my uncle, Donald Duck, they were still parked hunting. And my uncle, or my dad wrote a note, stuck it on my uncle's uh, corridor, because this was way before text and email and everything else. Uh, he stuck a note and said, we got him, headed back to the house. And, uh, my uncle and them kept hunting, and my, uh, my uncle ended up killing a longbeard. Brought it back to the house and put put my dad to shame because he didn't kill a longbeard. But I tell you what, after that, it was like it just caught fire with my daddy. He was killing longbeards left and right. In fact, um, the last year where it was a six bird lemon in Alabama, my daddy killed six birds that year, and every single one of them were double bearded. And he was just he was a type. If you, if there was a turkey that you wanted to get killed, you bring him in. He's gonna he was gonna do it, um, and just going over the years with him, how I caught fire with it. I was just I, I at first I would rather go deer hunting because I just I wanted to kill a deer so bad. And then I killed a deer. I was all excited and everything, and then I was probably 12 years old, and I killed my first turkey. And after that, I I didn't want anything else. All I wanted to do was turkey hunt. So I was fortunate enough to to grow up around my dad, and my dad teach me all that because, I mean, you know, everything I know and, and, and as good as I am, you know, a lot of it I may have learned on my own, but my daddy taught me probably 90% of what I know. And so that, like you, I mean, you're you're pretty much self-taught. I mean, you had, you had a little bit of help, but for the most part, you're self-taught. And, Heck, somebody like me, like I said, I, I had somebody there that's kind of guiding me along the way now. I got kicked off the roost about, probably about the same time you did. When I started driving, I was, heck, my 16th birthday, my daddy shot one out from under me that was uh, triple bearded and had inch and a quarter spurs. 
Um, so I got kicked out of Nest early, and I'll never, I'll never, ever let him live that one down. How you gonna shoot something like that out, out from under a 16 year old on his birthday? Mm. And I've never killed a turkey on my birthday. I've shot at one other turkey after that on my birthday. I'll never let him live that And I'll probably tell that at his funeral. So. Yeah, I was, I, the one person I can think of that really taught me a lot would be probably Toby Lightsey's son, Zach Lightsey. You, you met him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never, I've never successfully killed a bird with Zach, but, you know, when you first start going in 18, a lot of people just go out there, listen, they don't hear anything, they're going back home. Well, Zach got me where... Zach, Zach got me where, you know, just patience is key. That's a big thing in turkey hunting. And ever since then, I've had a lot of success off just going and just stay, staying in the woods and staying on because eventually those birds are going to they're, they're mess up. Oh, yeah. Every, the thing with it is, is um, uh, uh, every turkey's different, and they ain't the same two days in a row. And the thing about it is, is the more you, the more you get after him, the more you try him, the more you're going to learn. You may teach, you know, in the long run, you may teach him a lot more than you ever learned from him. But eventually, you're going to learn enough to to be able to go in there and do something with him. Um, and that, and that's the main thing. Like you're saying, too, patience. If if you think you've, you know, if you think you've been on this bird long enough. Give it five more minutes from the time you think you ought to be stand up walking out, and that you're gonna see a lot more success with it than than normal. So that's right. Well, I don't know. There ain't gonna be, ain't gonna be many hunts this year. If they lower that limit to three. <laughs> well, there will be a lot more people that probably limit out than normal. Oh, that's right. So, but uh, the thing, man, they're going to cut back. They, well, they're talking about cutting back with the whole, you know, starting April 1st and end at May 1st. Well, the whole discussion last year with moving the season was moving it till it was going to come in on a Saturday because that way the working man will be able to hunt on opening day just like somebody that, that you know, doesn't work during the week or whatever. So that was their main ordeal, but hell, now... This year they're going to bring it in on on April first, and they're going to end up taking away five hunts away from the working man that they you know got him last year. So they're not they're not really making sense for what they're doing or you know what you know what their idea behind it is. And my thing is okay if you want to lower the limit, do that, but give us the same amount of time that you know a month and a half. A month and 14 to 15 days give us that time low limit whatever you gotta do and if you're getting you know if you're if, if you think we overkill this past year you also got to look at it like hey there's a lot of people that were off work this past year that hunting that, that didn't get to hunt that much but taking time away I mean that's the number one key it don't matter if you've got a set limit there can only be that many birds that get killed and the time you know if you're taking away time away you're you're taking away from your people that are paying your salary i mean we're looking at 
I think it was eight, maybe nine hunts for the working man, people that can only hunt Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. I mean, you're killing them. And those, are, like I said, those are the guys that are, those are the guys that are paying your, your salary. Well, it don't matter what they love it to. Tyler Carl's going to come kill everybody's birds with that strip and decoy. Tyler, you know, do you, do you think, but we ain't going to, we ain't gonna talk down about you, but uh, like I tell everybody, come like I tell everybody comes on the podcast. Um, Gabe Morgan comes to me and wants to talk. I just you know, hey, just what I heard. Yeah. I, you know, you can come at me. I'm doing my. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. But it's like I said, it's a, it's, it's just an ordeal. It's uh, it's political if you ask me. Because my thing is, if they come out where you could buy a dang permit to go in there and fan turkeys just like you can baking corn, I guarantee you they'd do it. That's right. Guarantee you. So, I, I hear you, buddy. I know you're going to be a future turkey hunter, too. Yeah, he's currently bathing himself in a mud pool right now. Well, my young was out in the pool earlier, so. But, uh, so you said, yeah. you, you said you duck kind of good a bit, too, huh? I said, you said you duck hunt a good bit too, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Well, that's something I ain't. Justin, you don't duck hunt, do you? I used to a little bit. I don't, I don't do it too much anymore. I don't. Yeah, it's, it's definitely an addiction as well. I mean, I, but now I will say this. I probably get, probably get uh, stomped on by some of the hardcore duck hunters for what I'm about to say, but I don't really care. If turkey season come during duck season, I wouldn't duck hunt. Oh, I'm I'm saying we me and uh uh me and oh Heathco Heathco posted something about sports or whatever and he said well you know they coming in a hunting season I really couldn't care care less about them I'm a, I'm gonna go hunting I'm not gonna miss and I told him I said well I said whenever sports is in whatever Alabama football let me let me make that clear I don't watch baseball or NFL but college football Alabama football mainly. If it come in, as much as I love Alabama football, if it came in during the spring, if I ain't killed one that morning, I may just miss that game. That's right. I, I, I agree with you 100% on that. So, but I mean, it's, it, you know, it's one of those deals. That, uh, I mean, I, I, love, I love sport and everything else, but if I'm not getting participated or whatever else, I'm gonna go do something where I can kill something because you know most time during this when we're when football season comes in in Alabama, you've got you know dove season whatever you can go shoot doves and listen to the radio still. But once deer season hits, deer season ain't that good during during the football period because um, I mean you got you got some good bow hunting that goes on, but once guns get here, they get so shy until the rut hits. Um, so that's one thing that helps us, but. Like I said, if it, if I had if I had to choose between two, definitely I'm I'm going hunting. Oh, I hear something popping in the background. <laughs> heard something popping on on our end. <laughs> it wasn't a can. I may have took a top off a bottle. <laughs> no way you going with that one, but. All right. So, uh, well, Justin, you got anything you? You want to go over, ask tips, whatever? Because I'm telling you what, he's probably one of the best turkey hunters you ever talked to besides me. Or Jerry James Smith. Oh, dear God. 
We won't go into that one today. We won't. Oh, we, I need, we, uh, if we're going to do that one, if we're going to do that subject, I need about three, four, three to four more guys on here. I don't know how you'd be able to accomplish yeah. that. We'll, to, we'll, well, in which we're going to show a bunch of people. We, uh, we took some pictures and videos of our little recording studio. We'd have to bring y'all in here and set y'all down because it would be one where we'd have to have everybody ready to go. Oh, oh, well, you just let me know the date, and uh, I promise you I can scramble up some people that would like to talk. Yeah, oh, yeah, old Brad McMillan, he'd be be leading everybody in here. Oh, yeah, you need to get him on here regardless. I promise you, yo, that'll be a three-hour talk, I promise. Oh, yeah, ain't no doubt. He'll be be telling us how to catch fish. Anybody, like I told you that time, I was going over to meet you, and you said you and him was texting back and forth. I said... I said, oh, is, he, is he fishing in the woods? And you said, no. He, he, you said, no, he's fishing to fish a uh, bass tournament. I said, shoot, anybody fishing a bass tournament right here second weekend of the dang season? Well, he must have it got together. And you said, oh, he kills him during the week. Oh, yeah. He, I think he turned Monday through Friday, and on Saturday he's going fishing. Yeah. I promise you he'll still get his five, though. Oh, ain't no doubt. And that's why I, uh, when I worked at Buckmasters, uh, one of the ooh, the first probably five years of work there, maybe more, probably more. It was twelve to nine, so I could literally get up, go hunting before work, come back and take a nap, and then go to work. And I killed a bunch of deer, bunch of turkeys doing that. But that hunting during the week, man, something about it, they ain't the same as they are on the weekends a lot of times. Same like the weekend sometimes, just a lot better for some reason. Mm. Yeah, that's, uh, that, was, that was, I think, my my catch this turkey season. I, I worked Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday nights, and after that I was off. So Thursday and Friday, I think most of the birds I killed was on uh, Thursday and Friday. I know I killed one with Peyton. I was on Monday morning, but I didn't have to work till that night. Yeah, in fact, I didn't kill a bird on a week on a weekend at all. I killed, which, and I started driving skitter, so I was working during the week a good bit. But now that first week, I killed one that Saturday, and then uh, Sunday I went with my boss Hunter and a buddy of mine, Robbie, and we got on a bird and he gave us a dang, gave us a slip. Monday and Tuesday I couldn't work. I couldn't hunt, and then Wednesday I got off early enough I could go, and went and got on two birds in the afternoon. I, mean, I didn't get there till five thirty, and got them gobbling, and had them within probably sixty yards of me. I could hear them. I could hear them spitting and drumming. And I was thinking, oh, just any second now. And they ended up slipping across, and I ended up seeing them. I said, well, I know what they're doing. So the next day we worked and got off early again. I said, uh huh. I just go back in here and get on these. And sure enough, I went in there and one of them did the same thing. And he was stayed up in a food plot and I went up there and snuck up there and killed him. But that was the only one I killed during the week. The rest of them, well, I killed the rest of mine on the weekend. Uh, me and Robbie killed one during the week. When we got on him that Thursday and he gobbled real good. And then that Friday we went back in there. And I said, I bet you instead of being in the woods, he's going to be in the pasture this tomorrow because they moved the cows out there that's what happened that's why we got busted because the farmer come up on a polaris and run the turkey out of the field so we come back and sure enough the turkey was we we were gobbling where he was at 
and uh, he was gobbling in the pasture that we set up in, so we caught him in the woods and killed him. But like I said, that was the only one. The rest of them I killed during the weekend. So. Turkey, I done got, I had me a spotter. Didn't even realize it. My, my father-in-law, he, he was on weekday as well. I just got off. I was off. I just got off that Wednesday night, so I got off Thursday morning. And he would text me, like, hey, there's a there's a strutter on this pond down. Well, every time i go down there, he'd be gone. Well, about 9 o'clock, he texted me, say, hey, the strutter's out there. I was like, all right, well, I just got off. I'm going to take me a nap, probably hunt him in the morning. Well, I woke up about one. He's like, hey, he's still out there. I was like, oh, dear God. Well, let me go down there. So, you know, I put them uh, bottomland Crocs on. I'm wearing them right now. Yeah, me too. And uh, took off. And you know what saved me? <laughs> Probably get killed by some turkey hunters on this one, too. There was a, what do you, there was a, Spill wheel on the back side of that pond that was very loud where he was draining water out of the pond. I walked through those woods and got within 30 yards of that bird. He never even heard me. So, always good to have good friends that text you whenever they see birds. Oh, yeah. That's why I was telling uh, Justin earlier, the guy that lives, or at least his property next to where I live, uh, he, he's got a couple cellular cams and he called me in the afternoons after I, you know, he, he'd be calling and say, are you off work? Yeah. Well, there's one strutting out there on the power line right now. If you want to go on in there, go on after him. And, uh, which I, I ended up killing one like that, but just having a neighbor, which, like I said, wouldn't even my property, just my neighbor having having those sales, seller cams up there like that. And like I said, having a spotter does wonders. So. There ain't, there ain't a lot of people I told him. I said, man, there ain't a lot of people I know that turkey hunt that would even tell me where a turkey was at and definitely wouldn't tell me to go on in there after him. So. Oh, yeah. Turkey um, hunters are selfish, let me tell you. So, you um, get a friend that will tell you that there's, that there's turkeys out there and that when they're not a turkey hunter, that's probably one of the best friends you're going to have. Oh, yeah. Somebody's got some birds and tell them to go on in there after them or... Or, hey, let's go get on this joker. That's the best ones I have. Oh, yeah. No doubt. What about, uh, we'll, we'll switch gears a little bit here. What about your deer season? What, what's it looking like? I don't, I don't deer hunt. Oh, well, yeah. That's, that's one way to go about it. That's what I was telling Justin earlier. That, uh, I'll go one time a year, and that's to kill a, kill a big nanny to eat on it. That's about it. I just, I don't know, I got duck season deer in the midst of it, and also, I don't know, I just ain't got the time and patience, I get too antsy, just can't put it in the back of my head. Well, that, that buck, even though I got him on camera at, you know, midnight, he might come through here one day. I just can't do it. Yeah. That's about, that's, that's about how I am. I'm, uh, I, I run cameras, get crazy with it and everything. Which I like to bow hunt a good bit, so I'm not great. I've killed probably four deer with a bow, so I ain't no master by no means. But just passing time, passing time to turkey season, what I'm doing. That's right. So, but and 
like I like we were saying earlier, you know, there's a difference between somebody that's obsessed with it than people who you know people who just turkey hunt just to just to say they're going. Yeah, which, like me, just something to pass the time during spring. I don't know now, Justin. I think I done converted you. You may be a full fledged turkey hunter after this past year. I'm getting there. Oh yeah, I got a few friends. I talked to them like, yeah, I've been turkey hunting two or three times, and I just can't get into it. I'm just like, did something bad happen on your turkey hunt to make you not get into it? Because the first time I went, I was automatically hooked. That was my main thing. Any any time I've ever talked to somebody about turkey hunting, they say, oh, I went, but you know, I never could get. I said, what happened? I said, you hear the turkey gobble? That's that was the first thing. I said, you hear one gobble? Did you get close to them? You know, what's what's the deal? I said. Let me take you and and sit, you know, because I bet I can change your, your perspective and what you think about it all together. Yeah, man. You know it? Yeah. My, my phone, I promise you, my phone stays busy during turkey season talking to so many different people on the phone. Just, just not even talk about, I mean, just, hey, I saw a turkey out there. I was a gobbler and I was a hen, but you know he's around and that'll be a 30 minute conversation. I'm the same way. You can ask my wife right now. During turkey season, my phone blows up. Oh, yeah. After that, it's like people forget I exist. That's that's the way it is. It's, it's sad, but that's that's what happens. But it's it's all the time. Either somebody called me and text me, I seen a turkey here. I saw, or hey man, let's go try to get on turkey here. Or hey man, you you want to put me on turkey? And my first question: You got a place to go? Well, no. I thought you just take me to your place. Uh, no. You think I'm gonna give up one of mine for you? You better have somewhere we got to go to go get on a turkey. So, but I mean, it's it's one of those things. I th- there's a few of them that I know are my good friends and don't have a place to go that I'll take and try to put on a turkey and everything else. And you know that I know a lot of times I tell them, hey, I'll put you on a turkey. You put me on a good deer, we'll go which it ain't linked up and happened just yet but you know it's still, it's still fun my my favorite thing i i'd much rather take somebody that ain't never killed one or ain't never seen a real good turkey hunt and put them on a turkey and let them you know kill their first one and that's like uh justin here justin he's he's killed a couple of turkeys but i've never in my life seen anybody that gets so excited just hearing one gobble and then this past year we we went and yeah heard, heard the turkey gobble and everything went over there and got sat up on him and called that joker straight to us off the roost and he killed him and that joker come unglued and then i thought i've seen it all this guy just went buck wild he just he, he killed this turkey and he's just going crazy we're walking back to the truck and heard another one gobble and we went over there and set up on it, and I called two more in, and I killed one, and he filmed it. He went he went more crazy watching me kill one than he did his own self. And I knew right there, I said, this joker's hooked. Uh, and, and then another weekend later, he went. we went back and killed another one. And I said, yep, this guy's ruined. Yeah, man, I, I've killed some big old bucks, but it, it ain't nothing like hearing one gobble up. No. See the turkey strut, hearing the drum. Watch him work when he's coming in. It's just, it's a whole nother ball game. Was that, oh, yeah. 
Which that last one we killed, he uh, we uh, fanned him, which is illegal now. But the last one he killed, we had three of them that come in probably within five yards of us. And uh, Justin didn't know what one, two, three meant. He shot on two. And I missed mine. I don't mine. know what you're talking about. And I missed mine, but it's okay. You know. We come out of there with one on our back, so that's all that that's that that's all that matters. So. Yeah, that's uh me and what me and Peyton go, sometimes I get the he, he wanna gobble and Peyton he gets more calm. He knows how to calm himself down, but I take off running, he'll tell me about going to calm he going to calm down, he got to slow down. You know how big this boy can move until turkey gobbles, I promise you that, because 'cause I'm a pretty big boy. Oh he just to tell you the same thing, that joke goes gobbling, I go to walking, you better be right there beside me because I ain't waiting. Them, them legs is moving. Zach, my brother, my brother's with us right now. Zach can tell you, I'll leave you behind me. And and if I tell you to stop, you better stop and just sit down. So, but it's, uh, like I said, it's, there's a lot of people that don't just understand because it's, it's not just the thinking about killing one. It's the whole you're playing a chess game. You're reversing Mother Nature mm-hmm. um, because in reality, what a bunch of people don't understand is the hen's supposed to go to turkey or supposed to go to gobbler. The gobbler ain't supposed to go to the hen. And when you and when you do that, boy, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I, I man, I, I'd agree with that until you go to go to Texas one day. I've I've heard. I, uh, uh, I wasn't really. You don't want to move out there. I promise you. You could probably you could beat the horn and they'll gobble. Whenever I went to Kentucky, I realized okay, these things ain't the same as down there in Alabama. Because when we're oh, yeah. in Kentucky, you hear twenty different things. Turkeys gobbling. You're sitting there going, which way do we need to go? Because they they gobble. I mean, we were. It was one afternoon. We went up there, and it was probably. Three or four o'clock in the afternoon, twenty mile an hour winds, raining, and I had a turkey goblin. I, he he probably got well fifteen times. I said, "We went back home to Alabama right now in the same conditions. You wouldn't hear a turkey, maybe not even see one." So I mean, it's a they're a lot different. Like old Jason Heathcote says, they missing the gene. They get they get here in Alabama. They got a gene in Alabama that all the other turkeys are missing. Cause it's a whole other ball game with them. Yeah, I, I've had people say, "Well, it's because Texas had, and Texas and those western states and other states have less predators." I I'm not quite sure. I believe that. I mean, you got Texas and they. I mean, there's coyotes and bobcats out the wazoo over there. I mean, they're everywhere. And I mean, this is the first time. I mean, we went out there and I was just amazed. I mean, it'd be forty. 40 to 50 birds on a power line roosting. They're really roosting on a power line. I mean, that's a, that's a whole other deal. I got, I got invited to go to uh, Oklahoma this past year. Um, didn't have to pay anything. Just had to just just gas one and get out there. And, of course, COVID come in, all that, and I didn't get to go. Yeah. But, I mean. They killed my, my Montana trip for a Miriam. Yeah, and it, 
like I said, it was an ordeal where, you know, he could, couldn't go, but man, just just to hear stories, I, and I watch them, uh, which I'm not, you know, if they gobble like an Eastern, I've probably done, been out there, but um, their gobble's a little bit different, but from, from what I hear, just, just them gobbling so much, hell, you're in the game the whole time, pretty much. Yeah, it's very soft gobble, very soft. It almost sounds like an Eastern Jake, honestly. Just don't they don't know how to gobble. Yeah, oh, I like old farm turkey, which um, I want the what was talking about earlier. One of the bigger turkeys I ever killed here in Alabama. Um, that morning, my cousin texted me and said, "Man, there's one just hammering back here behind the house." And I drove past with a little horse pasture right next to their house. And I seen a bird strutting out there and I said, yeah, he is out there. I see him. So I pulled in the driveway and I met him and we walked in the woods and I cut and yelped and the turkey uh, turkey gobbled. He said, you hear him? And I said, yeah, I heard him. He, and I yelped again and gobbled again. I said, man, that's a pet turkey. He said, no, it ain't. And I said, no. I said, listen. Listen to him. It's a pet turkey. And I cut and yelped. And that pet turkey gobbled. Well, the other turkey I saw in the field gobbled. And I said, that's him. I said, you hear him? I said, that was an eastern goblin right there. So I got this other, I got this pet turkey worked up so much that this other turkey started hearing it and started gobbling. And this joker come all the way across a horse pasture. He crossed two fences a creek and come through a hardwood bottom and threw a thicket right up there to me so I could kill him. And he got the goblin close and I killed him and I said, I said, now do you hear the difference? And he said, okay, yeah, that was, that was definitely a pet we was hearing. But I thought, I said, I said, man, so I, I said, it helped us. It helped us. I said, but that, that sounds like a, like I said, it sounds like a Rio or a Miriam because I got a whole different goblin. like that. They got the which my sound effects probably bad, but just just give everybody that ain't never heard one gobble. That's what they sound like. But it's these Easterns, boy, they got a deep, just blow your hat off kind of gobble. So, but well, we we're gonna. I was gonna do a little rapid uh, questions for you. Something that, uh, that was off of uh, a buddy of mine, Parker McDaniel, or excuse me, Parker McDonald. He did, he did a little thing with rapid questions on me. I was going to ask him ask him to you. Um, what's your uh, what is your favorite camo pattern? Mm, probably my set, bottom line. Can't argue with there. That's a good one. I mean, that's a best all around deer turkey duck whatever you want to hunt um which during turkey season i prefer the i prefer green leaf but it ain't it ain't much different than the bottom land and heck bottom land like i said you can you can blend in with that all year long so all right now what is your what is your shotgun setup for turkeys what what what, what do you got going on uh, it's a Remington 870 20-gauge uh, youth model. It's got the pistol rip, and it's got a various fast-fire 3. 
With uh, Indian Creek 555 on it. I got you. What 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 shells are you shooting? Are you shooting uh, Longbeard XRs or TSS? Are you shooting? I'm, I'm using that Apex 9s. That's my. I put one in the chamber of the Apex 9s and the two backups is the Longbeard XRs. I got you. Just because one Apex, that's one Apex shell, that's $10. Ain't no doubt. That's what I've always told people because I, I don't have mess ups like, like what we was talking about with me and Justin earlier. And, uh, and what I was telling, what I was telling him was, you know, with, with that little situation like we had where I had to, you know, pull that trigger three times, that's $30 right there, which I, I, I shoot the, Longbeard XR, but I've got a 20 gauge that I've got set up as Frenchy, and I'll probably go to that TSS with it. But like you're saying, you got to have a you, if if you think you're going to shoot twice, you better have a TSS to begin with, and maybe some Longbeards to follow it up with. So. Hey, there, here's a here's a just a funny story to you about Brad Matt Millen. Uh oh. He's been been family. Man, he's been friends with my family for years. Whenever my granddad was still alive, he invited him down there to go quail hunting down there on the same the same farm that you uh, killed your turkey at. And uh, it was right before, it was probably 1st of February, I think. And uh, Brad grabbed the wrong gun out of his truck and uh, it's all pointed, flushed the quail up. Well, Brad shot, and I remember this as a kid, and I probably wasn't seven years old. That bird just, just like a, uh, you just let go of a pillowcase of feathers. It went, about that time he's here. Well, oh, crap, I done, I done left my turkey choke in. Hmm. That's how it is. I've, uh, I've been on a couple dove shoots where I, where I forgot that. Damn, have my, have my turkey choke in and be damn smashing them or missing the shit out of them. That's right. I, and, you know, that's how it goes. That was, uh, I'll ask, I'll ask a couple more, uh, I guess we call them class questions or whatever, but, and then we'll, I'm going to, we'll go back in that little story of me killing that turkey because there's a little bit we left off of it, but, all right, so we got your favorite pattern, your shotgun set up. What, what is your strength of turkey hunting? What, what is something that, that, that you bring to the table in your hunts that you think is, you know the best or what what is your biggest i guess biggest point of it or what 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 makes you as good as you are Ooh, that's going i don't know i ain't really i guess my eyes i don't know i gotta get eyes i mean the only reason why i say that i mean here's, i'll tell you a little story like the first two me and peyton killed this year we doubled up on and was we saw some tracks leading into a clear cut and uh we all, i mean i looked through this one twig and i saw a strutter and peyton said i don't know how in the heck you saw that but uh he walked back to his truck and got his gun and stuff and we ended up doubling up on them we we crawled 200 yards on our belly just to kill those two mm-hmm. i have no clue how i saw them either i mean i've had people i'm riding down the road with like look oh, there's, there's a turkey over there They'd be behind the log, and I just, the only thing I saw was their head sticking up. Mm. Well, what, uh, what do you think, something you could work on, something that you think you make yourself better with? Stealth. I am loud as heck coming through them woods. Mm. 
That is something that I learned when I was a kid. My daddy, boy, you be, you step on a limb or whatever else, he'd pick a limb up and whoop your tail with it. You wasn't going to be loud walking through no woods. So. Yeah, that's my, my... I'll be thinking I'm really quiet coming through the woods, and all of a sudden, I don't know, I'm just clumsy. All of a sudden, I just trip and fall. Everything in the, the farmer two, two miles over can hear me fall and everything. Yeah. So, well, we got about... Four more minutes left here, and they come out at my maximum, whatever. But we'll uh, real quick though, something that was kind of funny about you know you you sending me over there where we went and hunted and I killed that big bird was you just pointing on a dang map as to where he would be, and there's a lot of people probably screwed that up because you like I said you basically pointed at the map and said hey go there he's gonna be there or there's going to be a turkey in that little area. And there's a bunch of people that just kept hooting and walked on past that one. And that's a lot. Of, I saw something the other day. Don't don't start calling until you start hearing crows or whatever else. If I'd have went by that, I'd never killed that turkey. Yeah. I, that, I went down there, I think, every weekend and listened up until up until opening day of season. And every time I went... There was a bird past that pond gobbling, but obviously it wasn't the bird. Because the bird I kept getting on camera was not that bird you shot, I promise you that. Yeah. But, I didn't end up killing that bird, actually. And it's 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 crazy how that happened. Because, like I said, had I had no idea he was there or that caliber turkey was there. And it, yeah. uh, which, thank God y'all didn't kill him before I got there because... He sure made it, my day. I think it was the lucky turtle that, that day. Yeah, that old that old box turtle, which he's in that picture I posted. So he was he was something else. But well, I tell you what, it's been a pleasure having you on here. Like I said, we'll have to have old Peyton on here next, and we'll get Brad on here too. So it's been a good one. I think it's gonna be a dang good episode, and people are gonna enjoy it. So oh yeah, ain't no doubt. I appreciate it, man. Oh yeah, hey, it was a pleasure talking to you, and uh, we'll uh, we'll definitely may even have to bring you in when we get Peyton in here because y'all like uh, peas and carrots. Yeah. That's... <laughs> oh man, if we get all five of our group message people on there, we'll, we'll have to up, up uh, your lemon on minutes. Ain't no doubt. I'm gonna have to figure that out because I remember the last episode was a lot longer than this, but heck, we'll do what we have to work with, and we'll figure it out. So. Oh, man. Well, I sure do appreciate it, guys. All right, man. It was good to talk to you. All right. Have a good day. Roll Tide. Roll Tide, brother. <laughs> so that, that was, you know, like I said, that that was our episode two. Uh, me and Justin, we're going we're gonna to get more into, into deer hunting and everything else on our next episode. So um, this one, we just, Taylor's a big turkey hunter. He's like me. But we'll get more into that, the hog hunting probably. I know. Justin Boy killed snot out of some hogs. Um, but we'll uh go a little bit more into into prepping for deer and and a little bit more with that once we get some folks that, that deer hunt with us and or uh, that deer hunt and get them on the show, so but uh anything yet left? Nah, buddy. So well we hope y'all enjoy this. Like I said, check out Flydown. Um they're our main sponsor right now. Good guy, uh, Jason Heathco. He's one of the best in the business. So, and uh, like I said, hope y'all enjoy this and 
Definitely like Taylor said, roll tide. Roll tide.